Welcome to Divorce Talk with Nicola Beer, a show dedicated to creating change and emotional healing for executives, professionals, and expats in the various stages of marriage breakdown and divorce. Discover insightful strategies to better manage your personal affairs and learn secrets to creating more happiness, love, and success in your life today. Today's podcast is dedicated to financial hardship and unemployment in relationships, specifically in marriage. Losing a job can be one of the most stressful life events that a person has to go through, and it can literally turn your world and the whole family's world upside down. It's probably no surprise then that the strain of unemployment can severely damage romantic relationships. As an international relationship and divorce coach, I've seen unemployment cause complete communication breakdown and damage a marriage, but I've also seen how it can strengthen a bond and a couple's closeness and togetherness and really turn into something positive for someone a marriage to go through. So what I'm going to talk about today is some rules that really help if you're going through or you've been through unemployment or financial hardship in your relationship and how you may be able to turn things around if it happens to you in the future or if you're currently in this situation. First of all, before I start, my thanks goes out to you because from writing this on my blog and from working with hundreds of people across the globe as an international coach, I've got these rules from you and I'm really pleased that you've you know, commented and shared your views. If you feel like sharing anything today, please do feel free. I always love interacting with you, the listeners. So thank you very much. Do any of the following questions sound familiar? How many people did you send your CV to? Did you call so-and-so? Did you sign up for that networking event? Did you contact that recruiter? Did you see the link and the list of jobs that I sent you today? Why is the house such a mess if you're in all day? Did you at least fix the water? Where's dinner? Whether you're the person on the receiving end of these questions or whether you're the one asking them, it can be a relationship communication killer. So these rules are basically for you to help bring closeness and increase better communication than negative communication, which can destroy love. So if you're in relationship with someone unemployed... I have some guidelines and I also have some guidelines for those who are actually unemployed. So let's start with the person who's in a relationship with someone unemployed. Rule number one is don't ask too many questions. I know it's tempting to ask every day what they're doing, but it builds, frustration builds and they may not want to go into every detail with you because it just brings up how frustrating the whole process of looking for a job can actually be. Also, if you ask them again and again, they may just decide that they don't want to communicate with you altogether, 
which would inevitably lead to destroying love. Tip number two is don't give advice or take any action on their behalf without asking for it. Now this is a rule I have for many couples in my relationship and marriage coaching. You know, if people want advice, they ask for it. And if they don't ask for your input, they really don't want it. Same if you just take actions on their behalf. I've had people where the wife has been applying to jobs for the husband and he's got no idea that his wife has sent his CV out and you know he's been called by a recruiter and he knows nothing about it. This can be belittling to someone and it also can undermine their confidence and it may make you feel that you're being judged. So you really want to make sure that they give you their permission before you take any action and not to give any advice unless they ask for it because you don't want to undermine their self-confidence and make them feel that they can't handle it. Another thing here, which I actually got from a listener, so thank you very much for sharing this, was don't push your husband or your wife into taking a lower paid or a lower ranked job than they really need to because this again makes them feel that they're not worth getting the job and the salary that they want. So those are my three rules for that. If you're the one unemployed, I've got a further five rules for you. So, first of all, my heart goes out to you. It can be such a difficult time and you may feel that you're sending your CV out into a big black hole. Lack of response is common when you're applying to jobs and it can make you wonder if there's something you're missing on your CV or something you completely you're doing wrong at interviews. You may feel angry and the last thing you, you want is an argument in the home if you've got frustrations with unemployment and financial pressure. So here's some guidelines for you. Rule number one is always get up out of bed early. Get dressed before your partner and show that you're ready and you're committed to looking for a job. I've had couples where the, the unemployed person has got up late, started the day reading books or watching movies in bed and it really causes friction or arguments in the relationship. Rule number two is get dressed for work. Staying in your bed clothes or your gym wear doesn't, not only gives off the wrong impression to your partner, but it also doesn't set the right mindset for a productive day, especially if your confidence has been knocked. Getting into the right business attire can help you rebuild some confidence and gets you into the mindset. This is even more important if you have children because you're setting a good work ethic, a good attitude and showing that routine is important, even if you're not employed. Rule number three is staying off social media. I will talk about social media and its impact on relationships in another podcast, because social media has become such a huge thing when it comes to relationships and divorce. So I, I will be covering this. But for now, I just thought it's worth mentioning as one of the rules because I was working with a couple called Adita and Nia. And Nia was working, but all she could see all day while she was working and her husband was home for a period of six months 
was that he was on social media posting articles and, and talking about, in her words, general nonsense. When we questioned him, or she questioned him, he said that he admitted that he, you know, was using it to fill up boredom, and it was a distraction from the mundaneness of kept, keep looking for jobs, and that he was actually missing communication and connection with people. So instead, we looked at him getting him out for an hour, going for a walk and interacting with people in his day off while he was searching for a job, and that ended up making him a lot more proactive. Rule number four is take on extra household activities. Make the dinner, pick up the children, pick up the dry cleaning, whatever it is. But small actions can go a long way in making the person that's doing the full-time work feel appreciated. And they'll also appreciate you and thank you. So it's, it's good if you can you know, take on some extra responsibilities. Rule number five is space. I don't know about you, but I'm one of these people that really loves my own space. And if you are used to your own space, and then all of a sudden you come home from work and your partner's there all the time, before you leave from work, your partner's there all the time, and you may just miss having some time alone in the house where you can unwind, get things ready, do your normal routine. And so this can be key. So if, you're, if your wife or your husband is not used to you being home all the time, then when they get in, go out to the gym, go get some grocery shopping, but just give them that hour to unwind inside the house on their own. This is also really important if you both love your own space or you both need your own space and all of a sudden you, you know, one's a stay-at-home house husband or housewife and the other one is working and then you're both at home 24-7. This can cause a lot of friction in the relationship because you're just not used to spending so much time indoors together. So I recommend then, again, getting out and giving each other space and having a conversation around space. So those are the five rules if you're the person that's unemployed. Now whilst those rules might be important, what is key is the two things that you can do together. These two things are so important that I've seen them turn around marriages where they were literally on the brink of divorce. And this is honest and open communication and budgeting. So let's talk about honest and open communication. This means sharing every single thing about your day, your activities and the finances. Your partner, your spouse, the love of your life needs to know where you stand in terms of your finances and how you, the recruitment process is going. If it looks likely that there is hope, if it's really difficult, they need to know what's going on because the chances are, without knowing, they're going to be worrying anyway in silence. So it's better to communicate what's actually going on. It also may be a relief for the person that's worried about the finances, that's, that is unemployed, to share the load and to not take all the pressure. I was working with Rick 
and he felt that it would be po- it was better to shut out his wife to protect her and really because he was trying to protect her and shut her out he ended up avoiding her and she came to me devastated thinking that he was having an affair or that he just wasn't interested in her anymore and she said he's either having an affair Nicola or he's really depressed but he just won't speak to me he won't open up and then through the coaching with them both separately you know Rick said that he was deliberately not telling her anything because he thought that would help her get more peace of mind fortunately the opposite was true so really open and honest communication on feelings and daily activities is important it's important not to push for them as I mentioned in the rules but as much as you feel you can share please share the second is budgeting it's really important that you both agree and have an outline budget and whether that means cutting back on some expenses some luxuries not going on holiday selling a car moving into a smaller apartment, possibly even downsizing your house. Whatever it needs to be, you need to, it needs to be communicated. I was working with um, a client called Stuart who didn't tell his wife for the first three months he was unemployed and then for the second six months he played it down. He didn't really say, how bad it was or that they didn't really have savings that they could access because they were tied up in funds. So his wife started spending or or continued spending as she normally did. And then nine months down the line, it caused huge arguments and and a huge problem when she'd racked up um, close to £10,000 worth of debt or on her credit card that they just didn't have the money for because all of their money was tied up in, in funds or, or investments. So it really did cause a problem. So agreeing and having a budget is also a great way to build a stronger, closer bond. I really hope that this today has been useful to you, and love to hear your thoughts if you'd like to share. From my heart to yours, I wish you all the best. Thank you for listening to Divorce Talk with Nicola Beer. If you have enjoyed the program, please leave a rating and review on iTunes so more people dealing with marriage breakdown and divorce get the support they need. If you want more great free resources such as Secrets to a Happier Relationship, Moving on Fast After Divorce, or Tips on Parenting Through Divorce, be sure to visit purepeacecoaching.com today. Hey.